Oh, yeah. Keep that jam rolling. I love that shit, Dennis. All right. So uh, up first, uh, uh, last week you reviewed uh, not one, but two Batman films. I'm talking Batman Returns and Bat <laughs> Batman Forever. It's a movie toasty show here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. We talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah! Yeah! Movie toast. Welcome to episode 124 of Movie Toast News and Reviews. Dennis, we got so much to talk about on this day. How's it going? Uh, pretty damn good, sir. I, I got some fun uh, action-packed films for the fine toasters today. Uh, a couple Ooh. of throwbacks. Uh, although, god damn it, Adam, you still got a, a mighty stack above me. Well, Dennis, when you're unemployed like me, you got nothing but time to watch things. And I didn't even watch all the things I wanted, which was the saddest part of that oh, whole thank sentence. God. Jeez. No, I'm just, yeah. I'm glad. Make me look like a chump. Here I am, uh, well, just <laughs> lightly toasting my bread over here as you've got this heaping stack of beautiful toast over here. Um, yeah, it would be nice if I actually spoke eloquently like you, but I'm like, uh, this guy did that one thing. And eloquence. That person, I, don't wanna, I don't wanna spoil anything, but uh, then I'll spoil this and that. Uh, bees on a dick. Oh, boy. <laughs> bees on a dick. Uh. Yeah, remember last week I was telling you all about bees on uh That's right. Wee Man's cock. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Dick bees. Uh, yeah, you, you try forgetting about that, but I bring back the dick bees, oh Dennis. Always got to go back to them. Dick bees. Oh, man. Woo. Oh, man. We're recording at a different time today. Right now, as of recording, uh, you got the Super Bowl coming up in a couple of yep, hours. Yep. And you got I'm Valentine's Day pumped. tomorrow. Yeah. Woo. How do you think? I, I know. I, I know. Candy you're Day. For, uh, <laughs> no, for me, it's the day after when it's on sale. That, that's when I really mm. strive. Get those, get those True. peanut butter cups at a discount. Yes, the day uh, after Halloween. So, yes, <laughs> just but, as good. Uh, I, I, know, I, I know you're rolling for. Uh, you're 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 voting for. You're rooting for. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, the the L.A. Rams. But uh, how do you think it's going to go? Do you think they got what it takes? Uh, oh, I, of course I do. Now the matter is, how close the game is it going to be? I, I think it's going to be decidedly L.A. But uh, uh, isn't, uh, Cincinnati's going to do some damage. Isn't the big thing they're going to win by four points? Isn't that what uh, everyone's kind of thinking? I, I don't know about all that stuff. The the, the Madden, okay. the the stupid, uh, what is it? The Madden predictions usually garbage, and it's been right like a couple times. But it's I don't know. It's always well, kind of a crazy factor. Good thing John Madden's finally passed away, so they oh, can God. they can calm down. Nothing, on that. Oh my God! <laughs> now, the <laughs> game know, series I, will uh, live on. I feel like I haven't actually watched a, uh, a Super Bowl in quite some time, but now I finally understand the game. I should, but I'm, I'm like a lot of a lot of lazy people who don't follow sports. I like the commercials, and I'm excited. We we got word that there's a Cable Guy commercial, there's an Austin Powers commercial, and of course all all the slew of trailers <laughs> that are going to come out. Oh, of course, but always catch for the that trailers. tomorrow on YouTube. I and think. we are by the time you're hearing this, folks, you've seen or heard of a lot of this stuff already. So. I, That's Dennis's kind way of saying we're, let's we're let's move on. Yeah, <laughs> we got we got some uh, toasting to do here, folks. Now I I think day, uh, people people don't forget Saran wrap. If you don't have condoms, Saran wrap. Oh well, oh well, oh. Oh boy, but that's fast. So hopefully you didn't use Saran wrap. I'm just trying to do a PSA that that we we do not condone what we said a few no. uh, hundred episodes ago. To tell tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> 
will. Like the, uh, the pink yeah, ladies series. Uh, the, the the pink ladies. The, that series got picked up, so we're gonna yeah we're gonna get some oh, Greece uh, TV show soon, Dennis. But uh, that's a long ways away. Uh, I know. Spoiler, everybody. We're gonna be talking about a, a finale that happened of a uh, movie Ooh, related TV did. show recently. We do. We does. Uh, but before it, we get there, oh darn it! Sorry, I'm so excited. Ooh, no, no, no. <laughs> My goodness, oh, man! I can't wait to talk. I can't wait to talk about it with you. And folks, you know what we're talking about? We're talking about the book of Boba Fett. I almost even said it right there. I almost said the Mandalorian, but I, it's me. easy to. It's easy to. It really and then, is. Uh, They're both Mandalorians. And and we do actually get to double the Tamora Morrison in today's episode, believe it or not. Oh. Before the book of Boba Fett, we've got the book of Booby Fett. Just kidding. Right. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. Tell me more about that one, man. That's uh, got to be like the porn parody out there, I think. Uh, it and may be a film starring a certain Baywatch star that uh, was actually a surprisingly entertaining film to watch. But that's that's getting ahead huh. of things. Adam, okay. let's hit those polls. Polls. Oh, man, I love that song, Dennis. I yeah. listen to it all day. Um, so up first, last week, you reviewed not only one, but two Batman films. Uh, Bat Boys! did Returns. Woo-hoo! Bat Boys for life. I'd watch that. Martin Lawrence and Will Smith as Bev's <laughs> Batman. No, no, no. Uh, Bat, like, literally Bat Boys for like a Major League Baseball team, but as adults oh. right now. I would watch that, too. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence as Bat Boys, yeah. even though they're men. They finally fulfilled yeah. their dream. They quit their jobs, and they're... <laughs> Heck yeah! I, I don't know what team they're. They're in the big league. I think they're going to be rivals. They're going to let's let's oh, do different that. teams. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. See, it's like they're they're best friends, but they're divided. Like I I don't know why my 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 mind goes to the Red Sox and the Yankees just because where I'm at. I guess okay. But, uh, not? Either way, either way they could be anywhere. I, I know your teams. Yeah, yeah, do it. Yeah, uh, I want to know if uh, people think the Batman will be better than the Dark Knight trilogy. I know we don't okay. know much about the Batman, but we know it's going to be dark. We know the Dark Knight was a dark trilogy. I don't know. What, oh. what do you think? I know, based on off of nothing here, commercials, <laughs> trailers. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> kind of a tough guess. I I kind of think we're go. It's it's like we're living in the same realm, but maybe mm. going in a slightly different direction. Um, I'm kind of hoping it's leaning a little bit back towards the old Tim Burton-y kind of presentation. And I like the gritty realness, but I also miss the the uh, fantastic comic book presentation, the art style, the production design, the wardrobe. I, I, I love yeah. the look of everything in the Burton films. So I would, I kind of yeah. hope that the new, uh, the Batman will have a little bit of that flair, which some of was, from some of the Catwoman uh, shots and the scenes that they have in the trailer, I'm kind of, it kind of looks like we might get a, a taste of that, but I don't know. That's wishful thinking hey. on my part. Fair enough. Uh, we we have a 50-50s tie here. Uh, some people say 50% say yes, 50% say no. Well, so shit. In a few weeks, uh, we'll find out, I guess. Well, what about you, Adam? Uh, you know, I feel like it's hard to say one movie is going to be better than the next, but, uh, I, uh, controversial. I didn't think the Dark Knight trilogy was the, uh, the best. I, I, okay. uh, I okay. thought it was fine. I just feel like everything's different. I, I honestly, my Batman movie of choice is, uh, the Lego Batman movie. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm a child, apparently. <laughs> yeah. How about you? Uh, I know oh. you just said it, so I'm not even going to ask. I uh, did. But... <laughs> 
Uh, last week, they not only announced the uh, the movies that are nominated for the uh, Oscars, but the Academy Awards, uh, but they also announced the Razzies. Dennis, uh, a lot of people might not know. You and I used to have a podcast that lasted three episodes, uh, and one of our <laughs> episodes was, was about the Razzie Awards, the worst of the worst of the year. That it was. And, uh, Good times. Good times. They got so so many things, so many things, fucking uh, uh, in each category. But I I want for the uh, the worst movie of of last year. I took four that we kind of talked about, and I wanted to know who people uh, think should be the winner of the worst award out of Space Jam: A New Legacy, Diana, which is apparently there was a musical version of Diana uh, Princess Diana's story on Netflix. Didn't even know about. Oh that. my god. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, then Paramount Plus's Mark Wahlberg movie Infinity, Infinite, sorry, and uh, then the uh, Woman in the Window over on Netflix. Oh, and there's a hundred percent for one of these movies, and it didn't shock me. Oh man, uh, shoot. Who who would you? I feel like did you see any of those? I, I thought we talked about the woman in the window, right? Or I, did, I you reviewed you reviewed that one. Um, <laughs> I didn't watch that because it uh, sounded interesting. Um, yeah. Oh, shit. What was the first? I, I no, like my it. god. What was the first one again? Uh, Space Jam Two: A New Legacy. Fuck, no, I didn't. Uh, Diana, Infinite. I didn't watch and, any of those. Uh, then. Oh my god. That's cool. Uh, hey Dennis, they're all, all, all nominated for Razzies. You miss nothing, right? Ah, uh, yeah, hundred percent Space Jam. Yeah, that I movie figured. was such an atrocity. Uh, but I, going over just, to something that, hey, oh, well, can I say before we move on though? Uh, another teaser for my review later of uh, Barb Wire, Pamela Anderson did win for best up and coming actress or best new actress. Oh, uh, she, she won a Razzie for that film, which is the movie. I'm reviewing with. Oh yes. That's insane. She, the, the film and her were also nominated about five more times. She was nominated Shit. for uh, worst actress. Oh, sorry. Worst. Wow. That's what I meant to say. She was nominated worst actress, but she won <laughs> worst <laughs> new actress. Or worst oh, up and comer. I'm like, why would they give? Why would they give the best up and comer? That that would make no, no sense. No, no. Worst up and comer. That makes a lot more sense. She's also uh, nominated for worst. Sorry, I have to. Mention, I thought this was funny. She's nominated <laughs> for worst couple, and that was Pamela's enhancements. Did not win. Oh. Did not win. You know, I hear the enhancements in the Tom and Pammy story. Pammy story. Pammy. That's my name for Pammy. We're best friends. Uh, now I'm just watching. old Pammy. <laughs> like to bond oh, over a plate of nachos once in a while. You know, catch up in old time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after I get off the horn here with you, I'm gonna go hang out with Pammy. We're gonna we're gonna play some Parcheesi. Parcheesi nachos and Goldschlager. There's a party. It's a winner all around. That's that's a good good day to me. Uh, but uh, we're we're gonna leave the Razzies. They also uh, the Academy Awards, uh, Oscars. Uh, uh, they they nominated, put out their nominations this week. And uh, yeah, good old uh, what's his face here? Um, John Williams uh, is getting nominated once again. And this is apparently his fifty second Oscar nomination. Oh, and uh, fuck, he deserves it. That guy. Oh, I love so John many movies. Score. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. All the classics, and I tried finding four that really stuck out, and uh, I wanted to know who, what the audience thought was the best score out of E.T., Jurassic Park, Indiana Jones, and Star Wars. Hmm. And there were so many more that I wanted, but I'm like, I can only go, I'll pick the classics. Ooh, well, what would you, what's your first choice between those four? 
Uh, you know, I I feel like it's a tie between Star mm, Wars and Indiana Jones. Oh, like, I also wanted yes. to put on. Me too, exactly. Sorry, I, I wanted to put on. Back in that. No, no, you're good. You're good. I, I wanted to put on fucking Jaws because that's so iconic. Harry Potter. Oh. You, can, you can't get enough of that music too. But I'm like, eh, these four classics. Everyone knows them. Everyone knows all of them. I think. Damn. But uh, oh yeah. So I guess we're in the same boat here. Oh, for sure. Um. Zero percent surprisingly went to ET the extraterrestrial. It was funny, which I not one I thought of first. Like uh, when you when you listed that up top, I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, it's just <laughs> see, see, it didn't come to my mind either. But I'm like, I, I guess a classic movie, I guess. And I'm like, all the other ones I vividly can hear, but it yeah. was a toss up. I wanted to put Jaws or Harry Potter in that spot, but I'm like, I don't know. But I should have. <laughs> um then um 25-25 split for indie and Star Wars. Mm. Jurassic Park. 50%. Uh, yeah. Right in the competition. Hard to, <laughs> hard to ignore that choice. Hard to ignore that choice. That's for sure. Nice. All right. Yeah. Well, good, yeah. Well, well, good voting, folks. Yeah, right? That's what I'm saying here. Um, okay. I'm going to skip this next one because... No, you know, I'll stick with it here, Dennis. Uh, the word on the web last week was Nintendo Direct had their conference happening again last week, and uh, a lot of people were uh, pontificating that Chris Pratt's Mario voice would be revealed. Mm. And I want to know if the audience thought that would happen or not, with yes, maybe, no, and who cares? Hmm, I know what my vote is, but <laughs> what, 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 are the, what are these fine toasties got for us? Zero percent went to maybe. Uh, 25-25 split with yes and who cares Ah. and of course everyone who was correct 50% for no yeah yeah. I want to hear that Garfield voice (laughs) Uh, that's just me God Garfield, Star-Lord, Mario shouldn't be the same fucking guy I'm just I'll I'll say it it again (laughs) and I could just picture the voice being just Chris Pratt which you know it's fine you know it will be iconic voice oh my that's God. the thing you could get you, you you get the man that's playing mario his whole career for fucking 30 years i think the world yeah. would love it yeah like who's more iconic than than that guy it's so iconic i don't know his name off the top of my head Dennis. i did it's like i don't have his name memorized either but i know i remember <laughs> i do know who, of whom you speak because he's always yeah. done the american or the american english dubs of mario mm-hmm. always yeah yeah was that since 64 I believe, or earlier than Probably. that. Super Nintendo, did we ever it's hear his voice? Childhood, at least. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. No, I guess not. I guess not. Yeah, it had to be in 64, probably, with the with our, our opening, it's a Mia Mario. Uh, that, that, that's not me doing an impersonation. That's just me saying lines. That's Chris Pratt doing it, too. Um, it's a me, Mario. <laughs> you you kind of tipped your hat to a film you're going to be uh, talking about later, and I watched a uh, Liam Neeson movie this week, which got oh, me wondering, shit. since we finally got... Since we got the release date for Obi-Wan Kenobi over on Disney Plus, I was wondering, which is going to be May 25th, so I think it's going to be right around Moon Knight's ending. We're going to get that like a couple weeks later. But I want to know if people thought that uh, Qui-Gon Jinn would come back uh, as a Force ghost. Yes, maybe, no. Okay. Now, literally how you phrased it, maybe not. Maybe not a Force ghost that we see on screen. Okay. That'd be sick. I'd be really fucking pumped to see that. But... Maybe not see him. Will we hear his voice? I have a firm belief we could we could do because he's done it before. He's done it multiple times. True. Liam Neeson is game to to keep reprising his voice for Qui Gon Jinn. He's done it in Rebels. He did it in Clone Wars. 
he did it in the last Star Wars movie, uh, uh, the, the, the mm-hmm. Last Jedi. Last Jedi. He, we hear his voice, um, and it's unmistakably he's supposed to be Qui Gon Jinn. Therefore, oh, I yeah. could totally see um, Obi Wan kind of going in a meditative state, trying to just. He's just reaching out, like, what the fuck do I do? I could see him. I could see him talking to Qui Gon and Yoda at the same time. You know, like it, he could just be having a full on conversation. He could be I talking to Anakin. My pants. He could be. He, we could like. That's true. We could get a whole vision. That's that could be the version of uh, um, Hayden Christensen that we get, where it could be. You know, yeah, we're all expecting uh, Vader, but yeah, you're right. You're you're right. Yeah, I, I would love to see that. Like, I would love to see that conf- conversation. Of uh, oh no, what am I saying? I'm now I'm mixing up all of our. Nope, it has to be no, no, Vader. No, I'm with you. God damn it! Well, I mean, I'm thinking maybe he's like hallucinating and picturing Vader. I don't know. I was going with. Oh, I see. Like maybe he's talking to another version of. Well, okay. Let's yeah, let's or say maybe, this. Maybe it's a flashback that we never see also on the film. They could. They have they, such like, a strong bond. I would say that their mm-hmm. souls are so close to one another. Yeah. They could telepathically speak. Like it would be Vader though, but they, they could speak to sure. one another and it's just a moment That's of true. like, Hey man, you still alive? Yeah, I'm still alive too. All right. Might have to kill each other one day. Probably. <laughs> okay. See you <laughs> then bro. No feelings. Yeah. No more feelings. You, you got two kids but by no, the way. The, 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 <laughs> Yeah, the, the the reason I think this is because, uh, I mean, back when the uh, a show I liked over on CW, back when Arrow was out, uh, uh, Qui Gon Jinn, Liam Neeson said he'd go back and be fucking Raja Gould on a oh, CW yeah, show. Yeah. So it's like, and then I think he even said he 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 was waiting for a phone call to be in Last Jedi, but never got it. So I'm like, I I hope he comes back. I think he couldn't do it for Last Jedi because then you would need to bring like a dozen other characters in. You yeah, know, like there's. Yeah. He as 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 great as Qui Gon is for like the expanded universe and the lore of Star Wars. There is a lot of as you saw, uh, Ahsoka Tano has now exploded in popularity again. Uh, now that sh- mm. we get this like live action version of her, and you know, still hoping for a, a really solid Rosario Dawson. I just want to keep seeing her come back. Like I wanted to see her own this character. Sure. That would be amazing. Oh man, I, I saw a great uh, meme the other day of like. Uh, who the fuck was she? She was talking to Luke and like, she, she, she's like, Luke, you never go ass to mouth. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but uh, yes. <laughs> so the uh, audience a hundred percent say yes. So, I mean, okay. I'm hoping I'm, I'm with the audience. I'm, I'm rooting for, we actually want to see him on guy. camera. He did. Yes. Let's say they did say he, they called it like he, he's gone to a studio or something, right? Like he was seen. I have no clue. Yeah, okay. I don't honestly know. Well, probably. I want to be shocked. Whether or not it's just his voice or he's doing mocap for a force ghost or what have you. I'm excited sure. to see what he has to offer. The fact that he's getting brought back into the Star Wars fold. Now that he's a little older, a little more mature, I think we're going to get a yeah. little more grounded actor. You know, it's it's I'm I excited. That's for the it. thing that blows my mind here. I, like, isn't uh, isn't um, good old. What's his face? I, I don't know why I'm blanking on uh Ewan McGregor. What the fuck is his name? Isn't Ewan McGregor the same age as fucking uh good old Alec Guinness? Uh, no, when he was not first, quite. Uh, but I like that he's okay. starting to get there. Like he's yeah, he's yeah, a, yeah you can believe him as there. the gruffer guy. Yeah, exactly. It wouldn't take much but, aging up, I think, to sell the look. He's I don't he's not yeah. that age, but 
Nor do I think he looks that I old. just hope he's not like Luke was in, in fucking Last Jedi. I hope he's not like, or I hope he's oh. not as much as a hermit as everyone thinks he is in fucking A New Hope. No, I mean, he should. I think he should be. You have to establish the lore and the illusion because everyone seems to, well, that's the thing. He can't be, the, you're right. He can't be that much because everyone seems because to know about like him. It's still so, so early. Oh, you yeah. mean Ben Kenobi. Oh, yeah, that guy. That old crazy, that crazy old codger that lives in that's the hills. True. You know, like people seem to be aware of who he is. He's just like that crazy old yeah. man. Yeah, I think he's an old Jedi or something because he talks about the Force and shit and speaks That's in poems. And he does that. He does the Obi Wan voice. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh boy, Master Yoda. Now it's like what's funny. There's the association with Alec Guinness. There's the association with Ewan McGregor. But in my mind, it's the guy who voices Obi-Wan in the Clone Wars series is just as much oh, okay. Obi-Wan as either of those actors. Obi-Wan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's probably played Obi-Wan more yeah, exactly. than those guys. He's, he's been Obi-Wan more hours than the other dudes probably have. <laughs> you just, yeah. I guess, I guess I just found a new poll for this uh, upcoming week, Dennis. Thank yeah, you. Well, there you go. There you go. Want to find out what the Toasties out there think. Because I bet a lot are probably agreeing with you on this. There's probably a couple. I, I, There's I probably a couple. Can't deny it. Hey, a scattering. We could call it that. What you got next for us, sir? Well, I got, I got, I got a little thing called trivia for you, Dennis. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Rolling up the sleeves over here. All right. Oh, my sleeves are already rolled up. I'm ready for battle. <laughs> I'm ready. Nice. I don't know what the score is, but I feel like I don't know. I honestly, you I are up know. one. I can't remember this. Yet again, eleven to ten. Okay, because. Because we were tied last yes, week, sir. and then I, I swept. So, yeah, I get that. <laughs> I get oh, what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, could, could I get a... Uh, I'll start with a horror sci-fi. Ooh. All right, sir. Horror sci-fi. What is the crew aboard the USS Enterprise searching for in the third Star Trek movie? My patience. Fuck that movie. <laughs> I don't know Star Trek, Dennis. I wish I did. Uh, the search for Spock. Is that what the subtitle of the movie is? I'm going to say Spock. You are correct. That is the correct answer. I think you might have asked me this question a couple weeks ago. Uh, maybe. maybe. I, I don't know why my balls dropped right there as I responded to you. But <laughs> I'm in now. I, I so. wasn't even going to say it. Hey. You know, I feel like I should really watch those old movies. It's probably like, good. Hey. I feel like we'd have a good time. Yeah. I, I, it's like you don't make fucking five or seven of those things. And they're all like theatrically released big major motion pictures. Yeah. Without at least one or two of them being somewhat decent, you know? <laughs> you know, the weird, the weird thing is I, I'm such a Star Wars guy, even though I'm bad with names and everything. I've seen them a million times and whatnot. But like my grandfather on my, on my mother's side, like he died when I was really young, but he was a big Star Trek guy. So I wonder if I, I if, if he was alive later in my life, if I, if I would have had an acquired oh, taste for the start, Star no. Trek. But I'll never know. You know what? Maybe. Yeah. But I think for that reason alone, it's worth giving a shot. That'd be that'd be kind of a cool what yeah. uh, motivation to explore some yeah. corners of yeah, that maybe. universe, you know? And I always like seeing the uh, the young fit uh, 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 fucking Shatner because I'm so used to him as the old. Oh, dude, the series is great. The original series is. I honestly have a lot of fun, mind you. It usually coincides with a little bit of marijuana, but it's I, the, I the, the the set design and the wardrobe is always just way over the top and awesome looking. The stories See, are actually really interesting, like. 
they, it's like these old radio plays and stuff. They they have they go on these big adventures every week, and I totally get why well, people were so sucked into this. It feels like something that I should like, be a cheesy sci-fi uh, like 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 weekly show. It's kind of what George Lucas, I think, wanted for Star Wars. Oh yeah, but didn't get till he gave up control of his company. Well, sir, I think you found uh, something else. You should uh, try dabbling in on the side over there. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, uh, but you, you kind of convinced me. Okay, a bit. maybe I can convince you to ask me my first question, which I think I'll take a an action adventure. All right, Dennis. In Pacific Rim, humanity builds Jaegers to defend Earth from rampaging kaiju. What are Jaegers? Giant robots, big old motherfucking robots. That is, ex- that's exactly. See, I, I would say like a mech, but uh, yeah, it's exactly word for word. Giant robots. Woo. Give them the bell. All right. Congrats. I mean, hey, I keep saying I'm going to rewatch that. It is. Last time I watched it, I think I saw, saw, saw a double bill of that and the original Hellboy at the New Bev. And oh, I'm like, ah, what a interesting. Movie. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. That's a fun double feature there. Sci-fi yeah. and high fantasy. I like that. Really yeah, although I wasn't a giant fan of those uh, early Guillermo uh, Hellboys. I don't know. Why. Oh, I like the first one. Yeah, doesn't second matter. one never like really stuck. I I rented the second one and I don't remember a single moment of it. I don't even know if I finished watching. I, it. But I'll tell you, the David Harbor Hell, Hellboy, I loved it. I still got to get to that uh, one. Audience wise, people hated it. But I did just recently hear that uh, they're talking about bringing back our our Ridge Hellboy. For the uh, the oh, planned yeah. third Pearl. script, Ron Perlman was, was saying like, "Hey, we still got to do this. Like, I like, I don't care that they made the the other one. He really he very badly wants to do, and and it will be oh. supposedly supposed to be like an older Hellboy, anyways. So it kind of works. That'd be cool. Yeah. That, that, I mean, I mean, the guy's been wanting to do it forever. Why not? Fuck yeah. is a bankable guy. Everyone loves this shit. Even though I didn't care for Nightmare Alley. Uh, but I mean, everyone loves what the guy does, and everyone loves Ron Perlman's Hellboy, it seems, besides myself. Uh, why not give it a shot? It's a money Bring maker. some Blair back. Even put it on a fucking, yeah. I mean, she's going through some 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 medical things, but I think she could pull oh, it off. Shit. I mean, it could it could easily go straight to HBO Max. Why not? I, I, would you don't come bank out out. I would come show up for the party. 100%. Well, buddy. Um, yeah, I'll go for a... Hmm, let's go for a drama musical. Drama musical. What? A trauma musical. Yeah, oh, which... Have you ever heard that there, there's a there's a toxic fucking musical? I've listened to some of the songs on Spotify. Oh, Funny stuff. Funny. Isn't it a live... Wasn't it a stage yeah. show, I believe, at one point? I believe yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know there's a, there is, I believe there's another actual like film musical, but anyways, that ain't, that, that ain't what you asked me. What you asked me is for a drama musical question. Yeah. And that would be this. Stalling because I'm, I'm, I'm afraid I'm not very good with these, but what's up? What macabre game is featured in the deer hunter? Russian roulette. I believe I've never seen it, but dang, I want to see it. Dang, dang, dang. You got it correct. Uh, just bear with it, because oh, yeah. the first fucking 20 minutes of the uh, Russian Orthodox wedding just kind of takes forever. You know what it's... Now, was that a Christopher... Uh, not, not Christopher. Um, 
uh, good old Green Goblin. Was that Willem Dafoe or was that? Oh Christopher no, you were right in the first. You, uh, Walken is that was correct. Okay. Was it, it was Walken? Walken? No, Willem oh, Dafoe was in Platoon, which I love that movie. That is a fantastic Vietnam War movie. Um, eh, I'm not a war movie guy normally. It's more the, the psychology Walken. of it. Like it's 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 okay. it's much more about the strength. What's funny is there aren't even that many battle scenes in Platoon. It's really about what's going on between the soldiers. That's the real story. Um, huh. yeah, highly recommend Oliver Stone. Really? That's, that's probably my favorite film of his, uh, anywho, Interesting. anywho, uh, yeah, maybe you's got a, an action adventure. I mean, for me, I could flip yeah? the switch. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, movie. I really like the movie. Sin city is based off the comic books of which Arthur Stan Lee, Todd McFarlane or Frank, Frank Miller, Miller, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, what a classic. That is a great one. Did not care for the sequel as much. Still haven't seen it to this day. And uh, the only thing I think that stopped me from watching it when it first came out was everyone's initial reaction. It's like, I, I kind of feel I'm I disappointed mean, that I let it influence my, you know, viewing habits. I mean, but, I, I will say, I don't think it was a terrible movie, but I feel like it just it wasn't the, first the original. But it's still fine. There's terrible. a lot of room between terrible yeah. and the first one. You know, they can still have a decent. Sure. Movie, you know? It's a fine line to walk. Wide line. I'm saying quite the opposite. I'm saying it's a broad, very wide street. There's okay. a lot of room. <laughs> you could have. There, uh, there's a lot of meh in the, you know, between here and there. Oh, I, I know about man. <laughs> uh, all right. What could I, what could I, what could I hit you? Uh, well, actually, what can you hit me with? I'm going to say, uh, well, I'll take an action adventure. Ooh, I'll jump right, on board right. with you. An Olympus has fallen. Terrorists take over. What landmark? All right. Olympus has fallen. I believe that would have to be the White House. You are correct. Or is that the sequel? I'm sick oh. with it. Uh, you could have got me yep. there because I was thinking of London was falling. There, no, you took it. You took it. You took it. it. It's the White House. All right. Oh, thank God. Morgan Freeman playing the Prez. Gerard Butler doing Gerard Butler. What a film. I like that franchise. As cheesy as it may be. I've seen maybe half of one. Hey, you're not missing too much. <laughs> well, buddy, um, you know, I'll take a comedy animation question. I think you get this one. We've talked about this in the past. What 1970 film inspired an 11 season sitcom? Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Didn't you ask me this question before? Oh, fuck. I mean, I probably have. I can. I'll ask you the one on the back if you feel like you, no. if you want a different oh. one. Inspired I mean, a sitcom? Hey, you know the answer. An 11 season sitcom. I know you know it. We've talked about it. 11. My disdain for it. Mm-hmm. MASH? No, it didn't go... Yeah? Fuck! Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. Yep, yeah, All yeah, right. Mash. Well, shit. Uh, yeah. 11. Wow. That. I didn't think it was 11 yeah, seasons. I, I thought it was like nine. That's a lot. Yeah, I thought it was It like was seven, the longest-running hey. drama up until that point. Fuck and then the finale yeah. for MASH, actually, I believe, was the highest-rated... Uh, finale fin of the series? It was the highest-rated TV program up until the, like... 2009 or 2010 Super Bowl. I think like okay, and then I think maybe Breaking Bad. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And then and know. then there was like a rapid fire of TV events started getting big again. Like you know, like you said, Breaking Bad. Mm, yeah. I know there's a. Um, 
I mean, virtually the ratings every week for American Idol, I've, I've heard this from some TV people say like, it's like competing with the Super Bowl on a weekly basis. I just I don't, don't either. Still are, like Fox, Fox even said, let's give it up. And then uh, ABC is like, yes, bring we'll it take to it. us. Um, well, yeah. anyways, enough TV hey, taquitos for now. We're, we're, out, we're in trivia yeah, lane. Let's move. But, uh, oh, so it's on me now, right? Uh, um, I'll take a uh, comedy cartoon, comedy animation. Comedy animation, he says. All right. I got to find a card. I haven't asked you the question yet. Oh, here we go. All right. In what 2006 remake does Steve Martin play Inspector Jacques Clouseau? All right, so we're going with the first one. I'll just call it the pink. Oh, oui, oui. You are correct. Good. You know, I, I've seen the Steve Martins. I don't know if I've seen the OGs, man. I feel like those are funny. Them. I do remember watching as a kid, like watching scene. Like I vaguely remember scenes. Now, I now that'd be fun as an adult to try to go back and rewatch the old uh, Peter. Was that Peter? Uh, Peter Weller sellers. Sellers. Oh my God. I think it's Peter. Peter yeah. Peter oh my Sellers. God. Not yeah. fucking Robocop. Robocop. Oh my God. <laughs> so he got the diamond. He just oh, fucking shoots something. you in the face. <laughs> um, I'd watch that. Oh God. Peter, Peter Weller is. Oh, Inspector Clouseau. <laughs> I don't want any of your shit. I don't want any of your shit. Just tell me where the diamond is. All right. Um, damn it. <laughs> I, oh my god, that'd be I'd so buy that yeah, I'd buy that for a dollar. Oh god. Well, sir, I think I'll take my old classic uh, category horror sci fi. All right, all right. Okay, this one's different to me, but I bet you probably watched it as a child. Thanks, Dennis's mom. <laughs> um, in the day of the Triffitts. What are Triffitts? Oh. Triffitts? Yeah. No, it's I, I am aware of this film. I don't know if I've ever seen it. And there's a very specific answer. I can't take a one part of the answer. Uh, that's my one hint. What are the Triffids? Uh, they're yes, they're like bugs from space, like uh, alien bugs. Final answer, alien yeah, bugs. Yeah. All right, I wouldn't have gotten either, Dennis. Carnivorous. Oh, birds. Jesus. Okay, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know what the fuck that was. But nice yeah. guess. I mean, that aliens. Attempt was made. Bugs? Well, sure. Putting two words together. Should have worked. Um, I believe I asked a full you card, have. right? So I'm going to... I'll stick with you, your move. I'll stick with my regular. Uh, I'll go comedy animation, please. All right. Uh-oh. Same problem here. Now I gotta go back through. I gotta I gotta yeah. pull a few more. Oh. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh wow. Who plays Juno in Juno? Well, Dennis, I can tell you what the card would say, or I could tell you what the name is today. Oh, that's true. I'm not I will to buy, accept I'm not trying to buy any both time answers. There. All right, I'll go with it was back when it came out. It was Ellen Page, but now it's that Elliot Page. That is correct. That is correct. Yeah. 
Suck it card. Suck it. Okay. <laughs> what a what a what a what a fine yeah, movie, man. You got fucking J.K. Simmons, uh, Allison, uh, Allison whatever Jamie. fuck her name is, Jason. Ba- yeah, Bateman, uh, Jennifer, uh, J- Jennifer um, Ben Affleck's ex-wife, Jennifer Gardner. Rain Wilson. Oh man. Wow. Rain Wilson. Yeah, as the soup as the suit, not supermarket, like a gas no, station attendant was... friend. I don't know, right? Yeah, it was was it was it a grocery store or is it a convenience store he's the clerk something like that probably a convenience store yeah delightful yeah. delightful film yeah good, good stuff, stuff. Well, uh, i think that would be a win wouldn't it no you're at four you would missed one five? Did, oh so i you're did at four. did i son of a bitch son uh, of a bitch so I get, I, uh, what did i miss you don't even know like first question um i don't i've Huh. These co- I'm not trying to cheat. You're was, still was, ahead. Was, so wasn't it the Star Trek, the Deer Hunter? I don't fucking. It doesn't matter. I, I like the game enough to go. I'm just looking out for the audience here, Dennis. All right, what, what can I hit you with? <laughs> uh, action adventure. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen to the replay on this, and the next week I'll be like, "You son of a bitch!" All right, because um, yep, that was because this is what I live for: is cheating on the trivia segment <laughs> of the podcast I co-host with you. Uh, God. <laughs> I know, I know. You're slippery. You're 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 a slippery bastard. All right, I like this one, Dennis. What was the final film in Peter Jackson's Hobbit trilogy t- subtitled? Oh, uh, um, Battle of the Four Kingdoms. Final answer. Sounds like I'm wrong. Uh, <laughs> Five. Close. Five kingdoms. Five. Five. All right. Five kingdoms. All right, Dennis. The Battle of the Five Armies. Very close. Very. I I wouldn't have got that myself. And I've seen. I'm not giving myself a fucking tally mark. Um. All right, man. (laughs) Seal the deal. What's the category? All right. No, I'm not gonna sell. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna gonna try to tank it. Um. Let's do drama musical. Who plays? Fred Rogers in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Well, that would be Thomas Mr. Hanks. Mr. Hanks is correct, sir. You took <laughs> trivia 12 to 10, storming ahead, stor- marching forward, folks. Eh, I'd say sluggishly ahead. Doesn't look back, much. doesn't even bother considering what's behind him in the past. It's the last thing on his mind is what's going on back there looking it's kind of the final look at, looking back me, Dennis. would be the last thing he does over there yeah dennis some might say if you're on a film set that would be your last looks which just so happens to be the name of the movie Ooh. for which i'm gonna review right fucking now and that's why i'm gonna direct this verdict and find this here defendant guilty Alistair, that was terrific. Terrific? Bloody genius. You're not going to top that one. Wouldn't be the first time I've had the clap. Lorena. You ghosted me, Waldo. I ghosted everybody. Look, I'm here on business. Alistair Pinch, the actor. Killed his wife. Guilty. Maybe he killed her, maybe he didn't. I don't think he even knows. The guy's a blackout drunk. Deplore drinking alone, so I'll have a double. The network's got a lot riding on him. Mr. Waldo! They're looking to hire a PI. I'm retired. Come on, let me bring you back into the real world. What would I even do with the money? 
Where's all your stuff? Calm myself down to a hundred things. And you kept that hat? So uh, this is a movie that had a VOD premiered uh, recently. You could rent it wherever. Uh, it's about a, a former cop played by good old Charlie Hunnan. And uh, he kind of gave up after this one case. He gave up being a cop and he moved to the mountains of California and just kind of gave up his worldly possessions. He has like 100 items. He knows all 100 <laughs> things. He meditates, hangs out with a, with, with a chicken. He just lives a simple life. No worries in the world. Same crow rides Marina up. Baccarin, oh, <laughs> uh, until uh, Deadpool's uh, girlfriend or wife um, comes down to him and is like, hey, man, there's a big case happening right now. Fucking Mel Gibson is a uh, big TV star on like a hot judge show. Uh, his character, uh, what the fuck was his name? Alistair Pinch. Uh, he's being accused for murdering his wife because she was murdered when he was in the house, but he was drunk and blacked out. So he doesn't know if he did it or not. And I'm going to take the case, but I think it'd be great if you joined me and got back okay. into the game. And he's like, I don't fucking think so. But she leaves. And then it turns out fucking um, Mr. Krabs comes to town. He's like, hey, man, don't fucking think about <laughs> fucking looking into this case. And uh, by the way, uh, your girlfriend, uh, her car was found and her dead body was burnt in it. So, uh, bye. Oh, he's like, what did she leave you? And he's like, she, she fucking left me nothing. And like, he's like, all right, I don't believe you, but stay away from Los Angeles. We don't want you back here. And he's like, whatever, I'm not coming back. And then these fucking, uh, these thug guys come to town, come to his trailer when he's sleeping and beat the shit out of him asking for something that she left. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And, and like, they're like, well, whatever you do, you don't come back to Los Angeles. You're not you're not going to do this case. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? So, of course, he's like, this is weird. And he's like, why would you think I'm doing this? And like, they're like, look at the newspaper. And like, they it's an article about him coming out of retirement to help solve this case. And like, he's like, what the fuck? He's like, don't worry, I'm not coming back to Los Angeles. But so he's then he's like, him. fuck yeah. it, I got to go and tell these uh, producers. Yeah, that I am not doing this. So he goes to uh, Los Angeles, of course, as he's told not to. And uh, he goes to the producers of the show and he's like, hey, I'm not working this case. I don't know why you think I'm working it. I don't know why you put it in the newspaper. Just tell him to take my name out of it. Tell him it was a mistake. I'm not doing it. They're like, all right, cool. But why don't you meet uh, the star and why don't you spend the day with him and, and consider doing it? And he's like, fine, I guess. And then he ends up spending the day and, and staying at. Mel Gibson's house and uh, one thing leads to another and he uh, starts working the case. That's it's it's uh, kind of like a modern day film noir kind of. In okay. A way. Um, but I was like, I was intrigued because uh, you got Charlie Hunnam doing an American accent and uh, you got fucking Mel Gibson doing a British accent. And I'm like, all right, that's interesting. <laughs> and they both got facial hair. That's interesting. Gibson has this crazy like mustache, but neither, neither way. Um, yeah, the movie's. <sighs> It's slow. It's it's slow, but I'm like, I, I appreciate it for what it is, but just was not worth the six dollar oh, rental in my opinion. Ouch. I'm gonna give last looks. I'm gonna give it one and a half slices Ooh, of toast. Ouch. Uh, check it out if you want. But I bet it'll be on Hulu or something in a couple of weeks if I had to guess. Okay. Um yeah. Uh, I, I I got one more movie if that's cool with yeah, you yeah, before yeah. I let you talk because I'm just a piece of shit. Um all right, so um the other day uh there <laughs> there was a uh, premiere of a uh, new HBO Max Steven Sodenberg movie called Kimmy. Kimmy? 
I'm here. What time is it? It's 7.26 a.m. Kimmy? I'm here. Call Dr. Burns. I got her. What do you want from me? Kimmy? I'm here. Why don't you run from me? Call Darius. Hey, hotness! Wow. What are you wondering? What do you know? Kimmy? I'm here. Reopen last stream on desktop. I need more kitchen paper. Open yesterday's stream. Now, this is uh, Zoe Kravitz. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. She's kind of. Um, she, she's a great actress. Uh, she's an agoraphobic, so she's kind of afraid to leave her house. And in like COVID has made that even worse for her to want to leave her house. And uh, you, you learn this because like she's texting this hot guy across the way. They kind of have a relationship. And like she's like, I'll meet you at that uh, food truck outside. And he's like, all right, sure. And of course, she can't do it because she just can't bring herself to leave. And uh, she uh, works from home. She works for like a company that is like kind of in charge of like Alexa type devices called Kimmy. And uh, she has to review them. And like, if there's like an error, Kimmy doesn't know how to answer a question. She'll like do the research and update okay. uh, Kimmy's memory to make it accessible for the next person. But she overhears something that she thinks is a murder. And uh, she decides she wants to do the right thing. And, uh, have the this person brought to justice and find out if there was a murder. And then she digs a little deeper and finds out, oh shit, there was. And uh her her, her direct boss is like, don't, don't, we don't want this. Don't, don't bring it up. Don't tell anybody. And she's like, no, no, no. You tell me someone to talk to. And it's like, well, there's a lady in Seattle where she lives. So you could go talk to her. She could help you. She calls the lady multiple times. They 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 ignore her call. Her assistant keeps has, having an excuse. And uh then it turns out she finally calls back this woman. The woman calls uh, Zoe Kravitz back and she's like, yeah, why don't you come into my office? Uh, bring, bring the recording. I'll, I'll, we'll call the FBI. We'll listen to it. So everything's on the up and up. And she's like, all right, I guess I'll do it because she's like, of course she's petrified to go up and she wants to make sure this killer's brought to justice. And as this is happening, we find out that there, she goes to the office and the woman's like, all right, let's listen to it. Why don't you give me the file? And she's like, no, 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 no. You said we were going to call the FBI. Let's call the FBI. And she's like, I never said that. But uh, why don't we listen? And then something's up. She's like, I'll be right back out. And like 10, 15 minutes goes by. And like, so Kravitz is getting a little, little like worried. And then you see these like two goon type people walking down towards the officer. And she's like, I'm getting out of here. And then it's, it's kind of like people are after her now because like this is some rich guy trying to cover up his shit and like so now people are after her and she wants to get home to protect herself and uh it started kind of slow but it really picked up and i had my attention the whole time to be honest with you uh and it's just a unique movie because it's like you can tell that it was a COVID movie okay. in a way but i mean it did a lot more than just that i think um uh, and uh and and it's just uh everyone's given great performances all around and uh one one of the guys from uh that that Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, it's, I could tell just, I mean, from what it sounded like the way as you were describing the film, as you're going along, you sounded more and more mm -hmm. interested as you're telling the story. So it seems like it's one of those that just kind of, it starts, it sounds yeah. like it starts off as a little bit of a slow burn and starts to build up momentum as it goes along. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, once you see the ramifications coming from someone trying to do something the right way. Uh, and and uh, it has an actor that we talked about a couple of weeks ago uh, as as one of the co-stars here. Um, the, the the brother Buzz oh, from shit. Um, <laughs> Home Alone is oh, in cool. this. Yeah. So I found that kind of interesting. But um, yeah, so that's over on HBO Max. It's a Max original film. I'm going to give Kimmy... Mm, give it two slices of the toast. Could have been a little quicker in the beginning, but definitely stuck. Oh, okay, landing, interesting. So check it out. Well, I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I'm always curious about these uh, films and stories that are kind of isolated locations. What did the set look like? Is it is her home at least interesting or like is there, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a loft, and it's cool because like we get to see different things throughout the house that later on kind of. Oh, help. nice. Yeah. Move the story along in okay. unique ways. And uh, you you even meet above her, like uh she they're they're doing construction work above her, and like she has this rapport with this guy, and like when he does work on a Sunday, she's like yells up, she's like, Hey man, you said you weren't gonna do work on Sundays, you said you're gonna do it Monday, because she's like a person of, of of habit. She's like, You said you were gonna work Monday through Thursday Monday through Friday from eight AM to four PM, and, and this is Sunday, and like you can tell the guy doesn't hate her, but He's like, I ah, don't worry about it. We're just going to do a little work. She's like, nope, 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 nope. You can't do it. Like, and that kind of pays okay. off later on and uh, in a fun way. And little things. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool set. Like, And then you see like streets of um, what I mean. I assume it's Seattle because they talk a lot about Seattle a lot, but that doesn't mean shit. And it, it looks kind of oh, nice. cool, the, the, the area. And uh, and the camera work's kind of cool here too, because there's some phonetic stuff happening, and like Steven Soderbergh kind of always shoots slightly different. Like the visuals oh, nice. are kind of fun nice. and, and, and amped up here. Yeah, there you go, and that helps yeah. keep it interesting. Um, but but it's not like uh, a lot of similar yeah. locations. Nice. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But you know, Dennis, uh, it's definitely worth checking out. It's not a it's not a stinker. It's not like you're gonna be walking through barbed wire Oof. cutting yourself trying to make it through Ouch. a ninety minute movie. Yeah, no, that's good. Uh two slices. Two you. slices. Okay. Oof. Oh, ouch. Yeah, no. Luckily, we don't have to do that for a couple more reviews. Uh -huh. before then, I'm gonna tell you about my favorite pizza topping. That's right. I'm talking about the film Canadian Bacon. I have the results from the overnight tracking. You know, it's not fair. I mean, every other president had all of the Russians to blame for everything. What do I got? For an unpopular president. Uh, the voters felt that your being alive or dead had no real bearing on their daily lives. It's time to give war a chance. Dead. Dead. What are we going to do for an enemy now? A riot between Americans and Canadians broke out last night. Now, with a little inspiration. All I said was Canadian beer suck. Give me one week and I'll have Americans burning maple leaves. They'll create a cause worth fighting for. Is Canadian Prime Minister Clark McDonald a member of a satanic cult? Oh, that is stunning. Canadians are always dreaming up a lot of ways to ruin our lives. The metric system for the love of God. Do not panic. I'm in complete control. There's a time to think. There's a time to act. And this gentleman... There's no time to think. Move up! Welcome to Canada. I'm your worst nightmare. I don't know what you're talking about. We got ways of making you pronounce the letter O. What we have here is a brave but misguided group of Americans who go right into Canada and kick some serious Canadian butt. Oh, Americans. Welcome to Ontario. Sportsman's paradise. <laughs> Isn't it, though? John Candy. You Canadians are so sneaky. Alan Alda. Surrender pronto, or we'll level Toronto. Rhea Perlman. What does this look like to you? 
Never saw a white one that size. Kevin Pollack. When have you ever heard anyone say, honey, let's stay in and order some Canadian food? Rip Torn. I can't kill America's neighbors. I can't. Canadian Bacon. From the director of Roger and Me. Yowza! All right, now how did you know that was a nuclear facility? Well, they tricked us on that one. That's a hospital. But it's a hell of a strike. Yeah, just kidding. Ooh, it's, I don't like Canadian. It's, it's not a pizza. This is actually a, a fantastic oh, uh, comedy action thriller, I guess. Uh, written and directed by Michael Moore, starring John Candy, Ray Perlman, and Alan Alda. Um, this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Show. Oh, he came back around. Right. Alan Alda. He's he's just a gift. OK, he is a gift. <laughs> uh, other other cast members I think worth mentioning Kevin Pollack, Rip Torn Bill Nunn uh, G.D. Spraylin uh, Stephen Wright as the fucking uh, the Mountie at the end you get a little Jim Belushi action Brad Sullivan if you're a I, for me Sister Act in particular Sister Act 2 I guess because that's the one he was in um, uh, Dennis I believe you meant to say Sister Act back, back in the, the habit. habit that's right we're singing and not shooting each other now um, so Canadian bacon, it's uh, it tells the story of is a small town. Well, not so small town, Niagara Falls, New York. Uh, we've got this weapons manufacturer that has since closed down the factory and laid off all the employees, which is a good chunk of the people living in this town. Uh, the president has coming to visit though, just to try to up his terrible, terrible ratings played by Alan Alda. And he's just desperately trying to get, uh, get reelected, I guess. He he just he wants he wants his approval to go up. Um <laughs> and he's showed up to this really cheesy, it's just a bunch of rednecks in this closed down factory trying to buy uh weapons at this auction. Now we as, as by this point we've kind of seen just kind of how tongue in cheek a lot of the humor is. Um it's it's this really kind of a kind of a kooky dialogue but it looks really good like the the coverage is nice the the acting is fantastic and then like it feels like very american you get into these towns you get to see the backgrounds the uh, all the background people and stuff and it feels very authentic and i got to say it's very refreshing for being a michael moore movie i feel like you don't see this from him enough i would love to see more comedies like this from Michael Moore, not just his documentaries, because this, honestly, I had a great time watching it. It was really funny. You get stellar performances from everyone, and then you get these very witty kind of political jokes uh, sprinkled throughout. Some of them aren't even uh, audible. It's not even in the dialogue. It's hidden throughout the set. You'll see little references to things and comments on what's going on at the time, and it's it's a lot of... It's very interesting. I honestly had a great time watching it, really had me laughing out loud throughout a lot of it. And there's a lot of terrifying parallels you can draw between the past few recent years and the plot of this film in itself. Um, but it, it's kind of all over the place. I mean, let's be honest, it's directed by Michael Moore. So there's going to be some people who aren't going to take a, a strong liking to how some of the directions I feel like some of the things are said, but I, in and of itself, it's still entertaining. It is ridiculous as it is. I still think you have a good time watching it. A lot of great uh, cinematography, as I was saying before, beautiful coverage of Niagara Falls itself. And they were really there. You actually get John Candy in, in the band uh, cruising across uh, rowboats and stuff to get to, to go invade Canada. Um, these, uh, oh, it's, it's, it's a fun, ridiculous 
although there's some military elements, it's not like a war movie so much as it's like a Cold War movie. Um, I, I honestly had a great time. I checked this out over on uh, Amazon Prime, where it is currently available. And I think I wouldn't give Canadian bacon mm, three slices of toast. Honestly, if you haven't seen it, should definitely check nice. it out. I think it's a solid entry into the John Candy like comedy compendium. You don't a lot of his family movies are what come up first. I think this one is a great addition to that list. Hey, you know, you might have sold me on that because uh, I've never actually watched it. Sadly, uh, where, that, that was Amazon Prime. That? Amazon Prime. Copy that. Copy yeah, that. Dude, Look yeah, forward throw to it in that the one, Dennis. Uh, mind if I jump Please in do. here with another one? Yeah, I'm gonna. All right, man. So, like I said before, it was Valentine's Day, so we gotta we gotta talk about a rom com. Oh, here sure. Um, this week, uh, I'm gonna talk about the rom com marry me we're here to tell you the story of our new movie marry me in just 60 seconds ready okay it starts when two mega stars plan to get married on stage while performing their new hit song marry me to millions around the world you deserve the biggest wedding in the world meanwhile charlie gilbert a mathician single dad how great is this going to the same school together gets dragged to the big concert by his best friend parker come to the concert with me tonight just when we're about to tie the knot the whole world finds out what's everybody looking at that's just caught cheating with her assistant so she does what any sane woman would do she Pick some fan from the crowd. And I marry him instead. Do you, some guy, take Kat to be a lawfully wedded wife? Okay. Then I totally lose it. Who the hell do you think you are, man? Some fan? No, I'm not a fan. Well, I mean, I am now. Did you get a good look at him? He's cute. What? I'm not actually going to stay married to a stranger, am I? I think you're amazing. Surprisingly, the longer we're together, the more we realize we might be perfect for one another. But then guess who shows up? Got nominated at the Grammys. What? And it looks like we're back together. But are we? Yeah, no. To find out, watch Marry Me coming soon to theaters. Make it in 60 seconds. Close enough. All right, now this one is starring Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson, as you probably just heard in the fucking trailer right there. Um, but uh, so there's this pop singer, Cat uh, Valdez. She is going to be uh, marrying the love of her, lo- of her life, another singer. And uh, they together wrote the song, a big hit, new hit called Marry Me. And uh, they're they're closing out their tour performing the song then getting married but on the day that that's gonna happen there's a leaked video of her assistant making out with her uh, fiance and uh right before they're about to get married she calls it off and uh so there's also as this is all happening uh there's a math teacher who um isn't really all that it's cracked up to be not not the man of his daughter's life anymore because she likes her mother's new husband and uh he's not adventurous and uh sarah silverman is his best friend they both work at a school together and she was going to take her ex uh, well now ex-girlfriend to uh this concert because they were big fans of it but her ex-girlfriend broke up with her she's like hey why don't you come to to owen wilson she's like why don't you come to the this concert with me and he's like i don't know and uh she's like oh your kid would like it and well the three of us can go she's like he's like all right so uh but again 
Sarah Silverman has a sign that says marry me. And like, she wants to take a video for Insta or Instagram or something. She wants to do a live video to get back at her ex-girlfriend. So she hands the sign that says marry me to Owen Wilson. So out of the blue, she has the house lights turned on and she sees Owen Wilson holding a sign saying marry me. So Jennifer Lopez is like, come on up here. I'll marry you. Why not? So they get married and like, it's just kind of awkward because they don't know each other. And and it, it sounds random there, but Owen Wilson, as as like everything's going on, he can tell she's going through some shit and he feels bad for her. So he's like, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll marry you. Why not? He doesn't even know who the fuck she is, to be honest with you. But uh, he, he just goes along with it to help her out. And then like after the concert, they're they're whisked off together. And like she's like, oh, thanks for doing that and this and that. And uh, and then like she gets dropped off at her house and he gets dropped off at his house after. And like. Then we get a uh, once again John Bradley, uh, the buddy of uh, John Stark's hmm. buddy. He plays her manager, and he's like, "Hey, I don't know what that was, but we got to get this annulled, and we 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 gotta we gotta take care of this." I'm just like, "No, you know what? I I flaked out on too many things in my life. What if we stay married for a little bit, and that way people just don't call me a laughing stock?" And he's like, "I guess, sure." And so it's like they they work up a deal with Owen Wilson. They're like, "You'll just do some stuff for the press and make it look like you're a part of her life, and then then you guys can break up in a few months." It's like, I guess he's kind of hesitant to do it, but of course he does it, and uh, the two worlds collide, mm. and they fall in love. Dennis. Oh boy! I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie, dude. It's 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 cheesy. Uh, it's it's what you expect. But I, I this this was one of the movies I was looking forward to the most this week, sadly, um, out of out of the new releases. And uh, you can you can check this movie out in cinemas, but you can also watch it on Peacock. Uh, it's an exclusive movie over there as well. That's um, convenient, though. But honestly, I liked it. Yeah, and I was going to watch it on Peacock, but I, I was able to get a trifecta of oh, films nice, one nice. after the other after the other other in one day because I, I drive far to go to this one theater. Um, so so I'm like, fuck it, I'll watch it in the theater and. Uh, it's not really as funny as you'd hope it would be with with Owen well, even Wilson, Gen- but Jennifer it's, Lopez it's can be really funny too. That's kind of disappointing to hear. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're funny, but they're more charming because it's more of like you're you're getting to know these characters. It's more of a character piece and them falling for one another and like oh, the give and take of what it takes it to be with so someone of that times. caliber. And they have, they have. So they what's, have, but this okay. works. Well, right, what's, I, I was going to say, what is like what it. is it about seeing? these two uh, actors playing characters that are in this chapter of their lives that keeps us intrigued or, or believing it. How about that? You know, it's like, I, I don't know, man. That's the thing here. Like, cause it just works. He works as a normal guy. Like for a little bit in the beginning, I'm like, ah, it's just fucking Owen Wilson. Okay. And I'm like, you see him, you see him at work. You, you see him. He, he's, he's the coach of the mathletes. You see how, how much he cares about nice, these students nice. and like him bonding with his daughter. And then you see what it's like to be a celebrity and always doing things for social media. And then you see them kind of getting to know each other's world and evolve and just care for one another. I think it's, 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 it's more just, sweet uh, than caring funny, about right? one another like, human okay yeah okay. yeah and and i will say as i was watching this i'm like god damn when's the last time i saw owen wilson and something i'm like hey dum dum he was fucking uh in loki you stupid fuck he <laughs> that, was yeah great he was in that. wonderful of course he's great in that yeah. yeah and i will say one thing one thing really really let me down just like in loki we never got a wow, wow. moment and I'm i like, think he's on. trying to drop the stage. <laughs> but you're on stage in front of millions of people at a, at a concert being live streamed to millions wow. and you, and, you uh, don't get one i feel Just like quiet yeah, yeah and 
sorry, there's this perfect scene uh, where he's presented with a birthday gift and he's giddy as fuck. Like it, it relates to something him and his mom did as a child and right before she died as well. And he's just gobsmacked and he looks like a child ready to enjoy this gift. That would have been the perfect moment for a wow, oh, but they don't give it damn. to me. And I'm, I was so sad, but hey, it is what it is. So marry me. You can see it in, in, in all theaters is wide release or you can watch it at home on Peacock for four dollars. And uh I definitely think it's worth checking out. I'm going to give it a uh, three slices of toast. Delightful rom com. Not as much comp, more rom. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I guess it's yeah. got to swing that way once in a while, a little more that way once in a while. Yeah. And it uh, also, his daughter is played by this young actress that I really liked a lot in this movie last year. Uh, she was the, uh, the little girl in the movie I reviewed, uh, the spy next oh, door. Nice. So I'm like, I'm oh, happy cool. to see this girl still, still delivering cool, some good cool. movies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sir, speaking of delivery, my next, my next review's got uh, someone doing some gnarly, gnarly work on the side, a Miss Barb Wire. Teasing this one for all, all episodes, so I, I'm excited. It was this was kind of just uh, off the cuff decision to try to watch something. So Val and I got into watching the Pam and Tommy series over on Hulu. We we caught all the way up with that, and they're they're often referencing the film that she was about to release or just released, uh, Barbed Wire, and this is actually based on a Dark Horse Comics uh, series of you know of the same name. And it tells the story of a, a woman who owns a bar in this uh, city called Steel City. And it takes place in the future in 2017. This is 1995, by the way. So keep in mind. Um, oh, fuck. In 2017, the uh, fascist uh, government has taken over all of the country except for this one city. It's the last free city left. And she owns this bar called the Hammerhead. But at night... She has another side job as a mercenary slash bounty hunter. And she takes on some gnarly jobs. Hell yeah. Fucking she all she does is live life on the edge. Um, she's a war veteran that survived the uh, second civil war, second American civil war that it apparently is still raging. And uh, she wants to have, she wants nothing to do with it. Now her, her brother is another vet survivor that he's been, he was blinded by a grenade. Uh, she's got like an ex who, never made it back onto the helicopter and she kind of like, she was mad that she never escaped with him or he never escaped with her. Anyways, she's actually, she's a badass. Uh, funny enough though, movie starts off 
basically like a softcore porno. We're just watching like 90 seconds straight of Pamela Anderson in like the skin tight dress, just getting uh, watered down with a garden hose on the stage in this very, oh, yeah. very classy club where all these just like very well-dressed gentlemen are, are watching her. But then you get this one sack of shit. She's like, yeah, babe, take the rest off, take it all off. And that gets her attention. And she gets, pissed she takes one of her high heels shoes off and she throws it like a fucking ninja star off the stage into the crowd where the the toe of the heel and is in his mouth and then the heel has just like broken the skin on his forehead and he's just bleeding but like barely conscious and he's just like he can barely talk and the bodyguards are like the bouncers are dragging him out and she's just don't call me babe and by the way that's like the the maximum number of syllables you hear pamela anderson ever speak in any single line throughout the entire film. They, it's it's kind of sad. They barely give her an opportunity to act. And it's like, there's a few, it's like, it wouldn't be that hard in this one. You really could have tossed her a few more lines. Um, but let's be honest. This is basically a vehicle for Pamela Anderson boobies about half the time. And they're not shy from, from throwing that in your face pretty often. But having said that, the movie still actually was pretty entertaining, throwing all that aside. There is a lot of action from top to bottom in this whole thing. It And it is that crazy 90s dystopian future tone that I really started getting into with like Johnny Mnemonic and uh, 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 Demolition Man. Just the I like this near future world where things aren't quite what we hoped they would be. And this world looks fucking cool. The bar she owns is the it's like part goth biker bar, but then there's like this high end sense of style with like the drinks and like the waiter looks like a butler and everything is actually. Uh, what's that? Dennis, that's the world of 2017. That's 2017 that's for you. That was a great the era of 2017. <laughs> so you get you get all this like heavy metal look and, and I, I like the styling. The sets look awesome. The wardrobe is badass all the way through for everyone. Uh, as well as some of the cast. I was not expecting to see Boba Fett walk onto screen. And uh, he plays Barb's ex, the, the, the soldier that never, never uh, showed up. Well, he's now, um, he's a part of the, like this freedom fighter group and he's helping this doctor, his, his new flame uh, try to escape to Canada where they can try to carry on their mission. And she's trying to be like, she's known for being the one who's like, uh, right in the middle, she she doesn't uh, she doesn't try to take a side. She's just someone that takes these gnarly jobs, and that's it. Uh, it's all about who pays the most. So she's kind of got to make this decision: does she help her ex uh, try to escape to freedom, and then potentially uh, draw too much attention to herself, or does she keep her uh, Amsterdam like middle ground, and no one's no one fucks with her? Uh, so it's. I, I, I like the story. I got to be honest. This is badass. Now, is it makes sense that it, it, it is actually pretty rich because it's coming from a comic book. There's a lot of, I feel a lot of depth to the background of the characters. Do we get that depth of range in all the cast? No. The villain is pretty cool. I, this guy is creepy as fuck, and he's uh, just this weird, gnarly, ugh, I don't know. Just kind of your standard villain. Um, you do get a few other familiar faces throughout the film. Uh Udo Kier plays uh, the the bartender slash her assistant friend named Curly, who, of course, is bald the whole movie. Uh, Clint Howard shows up uh, named uh, Schmitz as just this other 
just dirty, greasy underground dude who's always who's uh, got bounties for uh, Miss Wire. Uh, Xander Berkeley is is in the is in the movie. He plays kind of the uh, her police contemporary. The, her in with the local police that kind of gives her information on what's going on in the world to get her get the jobs done, and then of course uh, Tamora Morrison as uh, Axel, the uh, the ex. It's it honestly, I had a great time. You get badass action. It was actually shot pretty decent. Like I said, the vis- like the production design looked really fucking cool. I could easily see this movie get remade right now. Not with Pamela Anderson so much, but the character and the world it exists in was really fucking cool. And I was sucked in right off the, like, well, not for, not for the reasons you think. I liked the world that we were in. After you get through the first scene, yes, I was sucked into the story of the Bullshit. movie. It, it honestly was a good time. Uh, even just the schlocky fun that, you can, that can be had just to enjoy the movie for what it is. I would like to give barbed wire two slices of toast. Uh, I actually rented this over on Amazon Prime. It was $3.99. It's actually on sale for a dollar right now. So you go save that dollar. Wow. wow. So if you want to go see peak Pamela Anderson, go check out Barbed Wire. I don't know why I am so surprised that you rented this movie, but I'm happy that it paid off on like last looks, which I rented and hate it. Um, no, that sounds pretty cool, man. And isn't that based off a comic book? Yes. Yeah. Like I said, it is a, a, a dark horse film. What's funny is that's probably one of their earliest dark horse movies. Uh, unless dark man, was that a dark horse comic? Cause that might predate that. I was wondering that as we were saying that I'm like, it sounds dark like man, I think be, right. Might- actually beat it out just barely but I, I mean as far as comic book movies go there's there's many more than that you know we can go back yeah. way further this 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 was like even before our x-men and our blades so you're really getting that's true as an edgy than the mcu's for like the dark days yeah well, then again shoot which did come out first dark man which now i gotta i kind of want to look this up Speaking of edgy, and we kind of talked, had the debate last week on uh, year two reviews of Batman Returns and Batman Forever. My side was like, Batman Returns was better. It was darker. It was funner. And you're like, I like that. I like kind of the comedy and, and the family wholesomeness of of uh, Forever. Uh, and I, I found out a little 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 research this week. Apparently, Tim Burton wanted Returns to be much darker, and there was a cut that was much darker. But McDonald's saw it in the early days, mm. threatened to pull out oh, their yeah. crossover, and that's why he never came back for a third movie. And uh, and I think that was the reason why they're like, "Oh shit, let's make it more fun and more family wholesome." Because as you see later on, McDonald's got crazy Fuck into the yeah. Batman, selling like cups and glasses, and so it's kind of interesting to see it go full circle from dark and gritty to family wholesome to the dark and gritty and maybe somewhere it in the middle. Will, future will tell. We'll just have to see. Maybe we'll get another collection of Batman glasses with a uh, fucking vam- vampire face Don't get on. my hopes up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Anything else you want to talk about? The Barbed Wire? I've never seen it and I, I was intrigued. I kind of picture this like in the realm of like another great film that I think is based off a comic that I've never seen. Oh my god, yes. Though. No, I there's another see, there's another like post-apocalyptic uh, future dystopian movie. I love the style of Tank Girl. And it, it where that one is much further in the future and a much higher concept, I feel, it's very much in that tone. So if you liked Johnny Mnemonic, if you liked Tank Girl, there's no reason why you shouldn't have fun watching Barbed Wire. For sure. 
I would like I would bundle all of those together. That'd be a great triple feature. That, that's fair enough. Uh, mind if I talk about an action movie? Only if well. Liam Neeson is in it. I watched the new Liam Neeson movie, Blacklight. One day you wake up and realize you're not sure who the good guys are anymore. You're a federal agent involved in a secret FBI program. Off the books. What kind of bad stuff do you do? Breaking and entering. Physical coercion. You name it, I've probably done it. Murder? Not on my menu. Grandpa! Gabe, I've been thinking. Maybe it's time I hang it up. No, Travis, not enough. I know I wasn't a great father, but I'd like to be the best grandfather I can be. Natalie doesn't need a fixer like you. I've been writing about the story for over a year. The United States government is killing innocent civilians under the guise of protecting democracy. Under whose orders? The director of the FBI. How many more would have to die for you to stop looking the other way? You need to come clean, Gabe. You're confused about our relationship. You are my weapon. You work for me. Count me out. You show me a little gratitude if you want a normal life. My end is now. Now, Dennis, uh, before I went, I, I bought these tickets Thursday, Friday. Someone asked me what I was seeing, and I'm like, eh, some Liam Neeson movie. It's all fodder oh, no. at this point to me, man. Like, they're all pick and pull. They're all the same story, just retold in a different package. Yeah, and that's not very different here. So back in the day, Liam Neeson was in the military. He made a mistake that could have cost him his whole career and reputation, but his best friend saved him and covered it up for him. And after he got out of the military, he kind of just wanted to lead a regular life. But uh, his buddy that covered up for him became the head of the FBI and took him out of his peaceful life and made him kind of an, he's like this fixer cleaner guy and he's done some bad gnarly shit and he kind of doesn't like what he's done, but he feels like he's, he's indebted to do this for his buddy. And uh, one day his uh, someone at the FBI was about to uncover something big. And he was in a relationship with uh, someone who worked in journalism, not, not, uh, not Liam Neeson, the, the, the guy, the FBI agent who was then attacked. And uh, before he could tell her the full story, uh, he, he was, he was killed. And uh, she knew Liam Neeson did some stuff. So she, she reached out to Liam Neeson and he's like, I wish I could help you, but I, I, I really can't do it. I, I'm just a family man now. And, uh, and then, like, she said something to him, and he's like, huh, that's different. And he, he's like, I'll, 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 I'll talk to someone about it. So he goes to his buddy, uh, the head of the FBI, and he's like, what is this project, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I can't tell you. He's like, come on. I, we've been friends for years. Like, you've been a worker for me. And he's like, you're my best friend. You can't help me with this. And he's like, no, nah, man, you're just a worker to me. And he's like, oh, well, no longer will I work for you. I'm done doing this work. And, and, and the FBI, head of the FBI, he's like, hey, man, that's a mistake. If you want to not work for me, you don't have to, but you're going to regret it. And he's like, whatever. And he storms out of there, tells the girl he can't help her. And then when he goes to reach out to his daughter, She's gone. Her her phone shut off. Uh, he calls his daughter's work. She had quit 
and moved away. And the granddaughter's school, she just dropped out. She she was gone, and uh, no one could track him down. Uh, he calls a buddy of his, an informant that he used to work with, and it turns out that uh, she's kind of been put in witness protection, and nobody knows where she is. Oh, of course, Liam Neeson knows that his daughter has been taken by the head of the FBI. So at this point, so he decided to say, fuck it. I'm done. I, 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 I didn't want to help her, but now they, they lit a fire under his belly because of course he wants to know what happened to his family. So he's going to uncover all that shit. And it just becomes a mission of him getting answers to what the lady needs to, to know, to put out in the press. And then he wants to find out where his daughter is. And it just becomes a silly action-y movie. And uh, nothing really stu- stood out to me. Uh, it was kind of slow. And it wasn't a long movie at all. It was kind of boring. I don't know. But there were some interesting kills that he did. But um, that's not saying much. I'm going to give Blacklight one slice. Ouch. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, I wish I could say shit. more. No. But... Maybe maybe others might like it. It's just good. not for me. What, ugh, yeah. No, you know what, dude? After that disappointing review, I think I need to go on a trip. You mean a boat? Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah? I, I, what do you think right, of that? Well, I reviewed the uh, the early 2000s uh, <laughs> Cuba Gooding Jr. Horatio Sands movie Boat Trip. Oh, finally. Jerry and Nick were ladies' men. I have a very big surprise for you. Who would do anything. Will you marry me? No. What? To get a woman. Bergoni, what the hell are you doing? Ah! We're going on a cruise, Jerry. Hot, beautiful women. But it wasn't until they got on the wrong love boat. It's a gay cruise, Jerry, not a bi cruise. It's a gay cruise. I'm swimming back to shore. Hey! Jerry fell for the right crew member. Are you okay? I'm fine. She's a classic man hater. She just had bad luck with guys she dates because they only want to have sex with her. Now a little lie. Maybe I can even find a gay guy and he can do me the favor. Me? Straight? <laughs> Girlfriend, please. Rescue has become oh, a big disaster. Oh, the way you touch me like that right now mm-hmm. is exactly the way a straight guy would. Cuba Gooding Jr., Horatio Zanz, Vivica A. Fox, Rosalind Sanchez. Want to get back together? Well, I did before I found out that you were, you know. How could you think I'm gay? Boat trip. Terry, light on your feet. Yeah, this whole place is light on its feet. Nah, man, I didn't, I didn't watch that, but I hope the trailer played because it's a fun movie. Uh, I watched the uh, follow-up to the Murder on the Orient Express Directed by Kenneth Branagh. Oh. Yeah, this one's called Death on the Nile. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the newlyweds, Mr. and Mrs. Simon Doyle. You must meet Hercule Poirot. My congratulations, madame. Merci. He's only the greatest detective alive. I suspect you invited me for reasons other than the fun. You had something to hide. We have the Karnak all to ourselves, a chef and enough champagne to fill the Nile. Should have hidden it, shouldn't you? When you have money, no one is ever really your friend. It's too late to change events. It's time to face the consequence. Someone is dead. The crime. Is murder. Um, so nice. this one, uh, the main story here is uh, a wealthy Harris 
played by none other than Gal Gadot uh, over from Wonder Woman fame, and Army Hammer. The two of them are getting married. And as rich people do, apparently they have a whole big marriage party that spans multiple days. And this one happens to be in the Nile. Nice. Yeah. Um, okay, damn. And of course, everyone has issues with everyone. Everyone's talking shit about everyone because that's how life is. And people are jealous of this rich woman, and even her family. And uh, so as this is all happening, uh, uh, Gal Gadot invites uh, the best fucking detective around, Hercule, uh, Kenneth Branagh, to join them because she suspects something could happen because as they've been getting married and going through this whole uh, uh, festivity time, um, the, uh, the, the husband, her husband's uh, ex-lover keeps showing up everywhere they are and just she's not saying anything. She's just looking and watching every, everything that happens. And it's kind of creeping her out a bit. And uh, after all this, okay, yeah, understandably yeah. so. <laughs> and after all this, they're uh, they're like, "Fuck it, we're gonna rent a boat. We're gonna go out. We're gonna tour." So there's no way the my ex girlfriend can fucking find us. So they do it. They they set out to go on a uh, fun expedition. Uh, one of their first stops is at uh, at Pyramid. They go uh, checking out pyramids and whatnot. And there was this scene uh, that's kind of uh, steamy. Fucking Army Hammer and a fucking gal are about to fuck on the face of a, a Sphinx, uh, fucking uh, catacomb type thing. Self Sphinx. Yeah, yeah. And but of course, right before any penetration happens, a giant rock comes down, crashing on them. <laughs> Luckily, they avoid it, and they 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 decide, fuck it, let's go back to the boat. When they get back to the boat, guess who's there, Dennis? That's right, none other than the ex girlfriend. Oh, man. And, uh, they're like, fine, fuck it. Screw her. We'll take Hercule's advice because he initially said, I'm not going to take the case, but I'll talk to her. And and he, his advice to them before they took the boat out was just go home, be happy, be merry. You'll be done with her. And it turns out the ex-girlfriend is an old friend, almost the best friend to Gal Gadot. But uh, of course, Gal Gadot, I left this part out, sorry. Gal Gadot stole the husband from her, like they were engaged, so they were fiancés. And once, uh, once, oh, once, okay. once okay. he met her, he totally fell out of love with with his current one and moved over to Gal Gadot, and then they got married right away. So this is why the woman's very furious. And uh, so once they get back from the catacombs okay. or whatnot, the fucking Sphinx and in uh, the pyramids, um, she's on the boat, and uh, Army Hammer's like, "Fuck it, we're gonna take Hercules' advice and just go back home, and we'll be done with this." And uh, all's well that ends well. Well, you'd think. Uh, there's a scene where, like, it's the end of the night. Everyone's having a nightcap, and Gal Gadot's like, oh, "I'm gonna go to bed. Don't worry about waking me up. I'm I'm gonna take a sleeping pill." And he's like, "All right, cool. See you later." And like, then the his ex fiance looks over, and and uh, Wonder Woman, being the the brash woman she is, she's like, "Don't worry. We've already had sex today twice." And then Army Hammer's like, Haha, three times actually." And then uh. Before he he's about to go to bed a, a little bit later, and uh, then his ex fiance says something, and he's like, he goes off on her, he fucking freaks out at her, and he's like, I don't love you anymore, I never loved you, and like everyone has to like pull him away, They're like, dude, knock it off, don't be like this, and she pulls out a gun and shoots him, and it's like, oh shit, they Jeez. they knock the gun away, Jesus. they take him, uh, they 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 uh, take her to get help because they think something's wrong with her, so they take her to a nurse and then. They move him into a room and there's a doctor on board 
played by Russell Brand, who I didn't even know was fucking Russell Brand. He looks different without his long hair and, oh, and facial damn. hair. Uh, so the next morning, he he was knocked out. She was with the nurse the whole time. So you think everything's good to go. But the next morning, uh, fucking Jon Snow's real life wife is like her like assistant. She comes in bringing dinner, and it turns out Gal Gadot was shot in the head. And oh, by the shit. same gun that shot her husband in the leg. And now it's like, who did it? And this fucking takes so long to get to this point. Like, it's you're already in the, the middle of the second act when this happens. And I you see the rich people partying. And it's like, I don't care. Get to the fun. And as that's happening, Hercules trying to figure out what happened here. More murders start happening on the ship. And right before he can get to the final fucking conclusion, another murder happens. So there's like three murders in a row almost. And like, then it comes down to oh, who dang. did it. And that's that's pretty much it. Um, very slow, but once it picks up, it really picks up, and, and the motors start running. Uh, so I'm going to give uh, Death on the Nile. Mm, I'm going to give it two slices of toast, which I initially was going to give it a lower slice, but now that I'm talking about it, I liked it a little more. Okay, interesting. Now, I remember falling in love with the first one, so I, I'm kind of I was kind of curious if the second one were we just living more of the same, or kind of sounds like it may not even hit as hard as the first one ever uh, did. At all. No, because I feel like the first one you're more contained. You're on that fucking uh, train the whole time, but but I will work. say, well, even in the opening scene where we get to watch him like wrap up his mm. last case, I kind of like that we started off in another location. You know? oh, oh yeah, and and all right, so here's the setup here. He is just on the Nile. Uh, camped out having a good time in the opening eating a dessert and then he's just looking not on the Nile he's he's in Egypt or whatnot and he's looking at a pyramid and then he's like what the fuck is this there's a guy flying a kite on the side of a pyramid so he goes up and he's like what are you doing and then it turns out it's his like friend from the last movie that he's like the kid who's had like troubles or I forget who he was but he was in the last movie okay and uh it turns out he's like, hey, why don't you come join me and my mom? We're having dinner. We're a part of this this whole wedding party. So he's the one that invites him to join the party. And then Gal Gadot is like, hey, man, I really need you to stick around this whole week. Uh, but it, so okay. we don't see him okay. doing a uh, a mission in the beginning. But uh, there may be some alternative, uh, alternative reasons why he was looking at the pyramids. But uh, I'm just going to tease that. Interesting. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah, okay. Sorry for such a long review, oh, cool. but uh, it has a great cast. But I feel like the cast isn't as good as the original cast. But it has some heavy hitters there. Hmm. But uh, definitely, nice. Definitely worth seeing for the second act and once the murders start happening because that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah. It's like I, I, I think I'm still going to be checking that definitely. one out. Well, I think before we're out of this episode, sir, you want to dabble in the that finale of Book of Boba Fett? Oh, you bet I do. Ooh. I am not a bounty hunter. I've heard otherwise. I know that you sit on the throne of your former employer. Jabba ruled with fear. I intend to rule with respect. You were 
once captains under Jabba the Hutt. I'm here to make a proposal that's mutually beneficial. Why speak of conflict when cooperation can make us all rich? What prevents us all from killing you and taking what we want? If you had spoken such insolence to Jabba, he'd have fed you to his menagerie. Please. Speak freely. Oh man. All oh, right, folks. Yeah, man. I it's we're finally building up the this was the final battle and boy, I feel like we tore into it pretty fast. We didn't uh, I feel like out of all the episodes, this one didn't waste any time in trying to get you into the action. If I if I'm No, no, I 100% agree with you on that. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Uh holy shit, so we finally got uh Mando's in town. We got uh, the the whole crew for the most part uh, right off the right out of the get go is is ready to stir some shit up. We're gonna we're gonna go to war with the Pikes and this whole idea of I like this idea of just like everyone's kind of like one or two people per neighborhood. Mm. It's like it's like really this is gonna do it, <laughs> but no. Um, it's a uh, it was a it was a cool setup. I liked it. It just kind of felt like this like uh, gunfight at OK Corral. Mm. Uh, uh, just kind of these like the last stand sort of westerns like we're building up towards that feeling. yeah yeah because I it's thought. like mando i'm sorry not mando uh, boba fett had like his gang he had the cool wookie he had the the fucking power ranger kids he had all his people but they were ambushed and pretty much they were uh against the gun here uh and it just came down to fucking mando and boba fett to work side by side and, and Boba Fett's like you don't owe me anything man if you want to leave leave and he's like no man I'm here we'll go out together that's not the way yeah, <laughs> yeah the way finally makes sense I like it and then they go out and they almost yeah. get their asses handed to them but uh some backup happens to show up oh that they do we see the, the decision was made and it was the choice I kind of figured was sure. going to happen a little a little Grogu shows up in an X-wing wearing a certain chain mail well, that was a uh, gift well before. even before that we had the uh the the cats from fucking uh the next town over come to help out but they weren't very much help well that didn't yeah that didn't happen yet that doesn't happen till the end we were waiting for the help to come uh, are you talking that, about Grogu uh, coming back to hang out with fucking amy sedaris oh yeah okay, okay my bad my apologies he's making his way okay. back he just hadn't I joined the fight, he was yet. At the fight. My apologies. we know he's in town oh yeah not not yeah. quite yet Sorry, uh, I, I totally, totally hijacked that there. It's a, all of those things. Oh, no, 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 you're good. Because that's not even, I feel like that's not even the build up to some of the bigger moments. No. Uh, my my favorite being the return of something I've I've been waiting for for quite a while. And boy, does, a, does it pack a punch <laughs> or a bite, I oh, think is a little boy. more accurate uh, a statement. But the Rancor, Boba finally gets to ride the Rancor into battle, dude. and that was so satisfying. I, I, was, I was a dummy, dude. I didn't, I didn't put two and two together. I'm like, oh, the Rancor. Oh, shit, Danny Trejo must be here. No, it's just Boba Fett. But it was still it's fun, nonetheless. Boba, yeah. I, I was hoping that, that Trejo yeah. would show back up. But boy, oh boy, does the Rancor help a lot. But not, a, not enough. Oh, my God. 
It, it, I mean, it, it turns the tide of the oh, battle, for sure. that's for sure, and draws the attention back out of uh, Cad Bane himself. Yeah. Where, I mean, I love that you really get to illustrate just how much of a badass Cad Bane is mm. and how he's always been this guy that kind of lives by his own rules. He's not like an imperial dude. He's just, you know, he's going to take sure. the side of whoever pays him the most. And he's not going to like have any qualms with shooting people that uh, he used to be close to, which again, as I, and I love that this episode confirms that yes, Cad Bane is the guy who helps Boba Fett kind of become Boba Fett. And a lot of like the way he handles things is our, our tricks of the trade that were picked up from Cad Bane himself. Uh, even the like you get to see the, the, the knee mounted, like there's the suggestion of a lot of the, the methods that Boba Fett has adopted came from him in the Clone Wars series. He had like jet boots and stuff, and he was not afraid to use jetpack like items to help him maneuver mm. around. And at one point he picks up a fucking lightsaber, goes toe to toe with a <laughs> Jedi. So that should tell you en- enough that this, this guy is not one to be fucked with. So that, uh, him, him coming back into the battle and then just showing really how much weight he carries. That was an awesome. Well, yeah, because at that point when he kind of came back, uh, I feel like the Pike were kind of retreating because the Rancor was fucking things up. And and uh, he's like, fuck you guys. I'm going back to battle. Oh, yeah. No, it became personal yeah, now. It's yeah. like, hey, this is what I do. I'm going to fucking see this through. I love that kind of presence in there. Oh, totally. But uh, little, little Grogu has a... Uh, oh, in the middle of... Uh, <laughs> so damn delightful. In the middle of battle as things were still up in the air. And at this point, I want to say the Rancor was just running amok on his own because Boba Fett accidentally let him go. We think... Yeah, it's like we think we've kind of won the day. Mm-hmm. But now you've got this... This rancor running wild and Moss Espa. All these fucking people started attacking, and I'm like, dude, come on, I just saved your ass. He's just trying to live his life. He's been enslaved his whole life. Let let him let him have fun. Yeah. But of course they have to do Din Jaren's gotta talk him down. Hey, hey guy, come yeah. on, guys. You're you're scaring him. You're not mm-hmm. you're just gonna make it worse. But as, as they're all being attacked and whatnot, uh fucking uh Princess uh Princess, you know, I'm getting my shows mixed up here, man. Uh Princess Caroline from Bojack Horseman rolls to town and she's like, Hey man, I got <laughs> something for you. And he's like, I don't got time. Turn around, uh, man. And then we find out it's Grogu and man, they have a, they have a delightful moment together. That they do. I, cry. I cried do. a bit. I'm not I, gonna lie, man. I cried. I knew it was coming, but I cried. Oh, that, and it, it, that moment of he, uh, Dan was so excited yet. We got to fucking run. The scorpion yeah. droids were badass. I love that. Just a terrifying presence of just that much power, but uh, that is that is where the uh, the rancor comes. Yeah, to save yeah. The day. And then then he gets slipped uh, out free, and guess who saves the day from the rancor? Guess who doesn't kill the rancor, but shows affection and lies down with the rancor? That was that was cute. Oh, I like that. That moment. was delightful. Little, little Grogu gets to calm down the the raging beast that was and the rancor. Does and it, they just snuggle. He up does it with the force. <laughs> what little he knows about the force, he was able to use. Even though you're small, you can move things that are very big. I love that just immediate mm-hmm. return of. See, he took he absorbed what Luke was teaching, yeah. him, but just that's just not where his heart heart lied. That's for sure. Yeah, man. Whew. And of course, fucking Cad Bane, man. Cad Bane, and and as you were saying, oh. that have their face down. Cad Bane's like, I know everything you know, and he's like, Yeah, but I'm younger than you. 
that that's Boba Fett saying which that. is which is true many many decades younger but I like that the 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 carryover of the thing that separates their abilities now are what he picked up from the Tuscan Raiders the Tuscans taught him a whole other world that he wasn't aware yet and brought about this new era of of Boba that he lives in now so I think that's what that is honestly what uh, Cad was not prepared for that's what he didn't see coming mm. clearly <laughs> But uh, man, that was that was awesome. Honestly, I, I liked the finale. Sure. The series as a whole isn't the strongest like Star Wars thing I've ever seen. But on, I still think it was an, oh, an entertaining TV series. It has its merits. But if I put it toe to toe with Mando, I like Mando season one more. But like I said, we have more time that we spent with Mando than we did him. And and, and if we got another episode, another season, I think. Because they did call this the season finale. I think now we could do a little bit more with it because we don't need the flashbacks. We've seen the flashbacks and we know where he stands now. He's kind of, he went from everyone in the town hating him to now offering him things and bowing to him. Like now he has the respect and he kind of feels goofy having it. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I, it's the, he's stepping into a new world, a new life. He's also realizing that this is where. This is the direction he needs to go. Uh, this is the phase he's entering in his life. He doesn't need to keep doing the things he was doing. And I, I like this more evolved, uh, more evolved, grown up, mature sure. Boba Fett, I guess. Yeah. Um, that and we might get a return of a certain, a certain marshal. Yeah, back, might be. Who we thought was dead. Might be someone in that Bacta tank, man. Might be a corn on the cob over there. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Hopefully he's not a vegetable. I hope not. Hopefully he doesn't look like fucking Humpty Dumpty Vader under the mask. He just might look like uh, Darth Vader by the end of, <laughs> or by the next uh, season or the next time we see but, him roll oh, around. Man. We'll have to see. I, I, I was so happy because I, I love Timothy Oliphant. He's great. And as, as Cobb Vanth, he, he was fantastic. So I hope he recovers well. Yeah. No, that, that'd be cool. I liked his yeah. character. Oh. Let's get back to Tatooine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait. But I, I, I can't lie. I'm more excited to see Obi-Wan and the next season of, oh, of, fuck of yeah. The Mando. Oh, me too. But hey, it's been fun. And uh, we, we have been avoiding talking about a certain uh, film-related TV series uh, that is going to, by the time you hear this, it's going to hear its final episode that we're going to give a whole season-long review next week for, I think. Yes, uh, yeah, and Adam is talking about Peacemaker. We will we will uh, bring that to you folks next episode after that the drop of the last one. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited to tear into that one. Oh shit! Uh, finally, having caught up to it. yeah. I I'm sorry, I totally jumped the sh- uh, shark here a bit. Do we want to give a slice toast to this season? Uh, how we felt about it, or leave it ambiguous? Oh shit! No, uh, yeah, why not? I th- I think I'd give uh, Book of Boba Fett three slices. I think I give it a solid two slices. Oh, so so shit. yeah, we we got a little leeway here, but I mean, I it had it had good, it had bad. Now, <sighs> had uh, because I feel like he didn't honestly earn everything that he had. Sure, say say we don't have those two Mando episodes. Say we don't have uh, Mando or Grogu. Uh, he probably would have died. And like, even after he got rid of the pikes, that fucking Rancor would have destroyed that town. And we, he relied on two other people to save his ass, I think. But it was it was all right. And it, way too many flashbacks for me. That's why it holds me back a bit. But it did have its fun moments. I don't know. It's funny because I didn't see it as flashbacks. I just saw it as we're watching 
two timelines simultaneously. I mean, yeah, it is. I guess it's kind of a flashback too, but then what's the entire Star Wars series if not jumping up and down a timeline? You could, at that point, I feel like you could argue whole movies are flashbacks, like uh, Rogue One, you know? Well, Rogue One was a sequel. In a sense that, yeah, but I mean, it's, you, we're seeing a story of something that technically has already happened. Sure. We've, we are not going any further down the timeline so much as we're jumping back to a story. We actually know the ending of quite well, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. the journey there is still what's interesting. Seeing how we get to that point and the development of the characters, the development of the world, the reasoning as to why, not just here's the Death Star plans, but why the fuck should, did, why is it that it is such a big deal that it took this great effort? And then we talk about it for like fucking two movies. <laughs> and it's it's because it is a big deal. Sure. I, I don't know. I like I like picking apart and filling out the lore and fluffing out the world. I guess. You know, I'm just a sucker for this world, but that's I'm biased. Yeah, I'll admit it that is really. what it is. It is what it is. I mean, we're, everyone's entitled of their opinion. That's the beauty of life. That's the beauty of movie toast, folks. Uh, yes. I guess we're winding down here, huh? Gotta give them. A I, I think so. Spew? I think we've 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 hit we've hit the end of the end of the line here, folks. Please. Come check out Movie Toast the Festival over on filmfreeway.com. That's right. Movie Toast the Festival is returning Season two. at the end of this year. And this, this coming December, you'll be able to check out a whole new sling of short films. Or mm. you can come over and show your own. Please come oh, submit as soon yeah. as possible before those rates come up. But say you don't have a short film, Adam. Well, maybe you just want to chat. Yeah, I do. You want to... Hit it, hit up us toasters. Yeah, where can how can we, I do that? Uh, where can these toasties go to do that? I mean, they go anywhere, really, man. They can give us a phone call. Our number is. I don't know why I did that. Uh, yeah, no, they can go over to uh, our, our basic big one here is uh, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit. Discord, all at movie underscore toast, or if they want a little Facebook action, that's uh, at movie toast news and reviews, as well as checking in our videos, movie toast news and reviews over on YouTube. Or if they want right. to go electronically, snail mail style, they can email us at movietoastnewsandreviews uh, at gmail.com. I think. Movietoast at gmail.com. I don't. Don't email us. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe not the last <laughs> one. But all the other stuff. We're easy to find. You'll, you'll see us there. Yeah. And, uh, and folks, I hope, I hope your team won on Sunday. About to find out if mine will. I hope your, your Valentine's was pleasant. And you got lots of candy sitting around now. I hope you didn't use saran wrap so you don't have a baby in nine months. Please don't. Yeah, not. I don't recommend. Just because Danny Zuko does doesn't mean you should. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. I mean, maybe even uh, Danny. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I. I, I Trejo. No, I can mean, give you some. That would make sense. Tacos. Uh, I was gonna say Danny Lawrence, uh, but I could see Danny Lawrence using uh, using some saran wrap. I'm, I'm creating two Maybe. characters together. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God. I don't know. It's Well, folks, Eddie, you don't have to know. You don't have to understand anything. Just know if you're here, you're always going to stay toasty. Yeah, if you don't want to do any of that other shit for us, if you don't even want to stay toasty, could you go to Apple uh, Podcasts and leave us a review? Let us know how shitty we are. Let us know how mediocre we're. Let us know how phenomenal we are. Whatever. We want to hear your take on it. But do stay toasty. Sorry. 
Dennis is right. 